Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live from Ballpark Village and the Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up. Round ball fair, backhanded by Arenado from foul territory. He throws him out. What a great play by a gold glover, a platinum glover, an all-star at third. X is Cardinals Radio. Coming to you live from the Cardinals Winter Warm-Up. Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up is back again with Joe Pott. I'm Tom Ackerman. You're listening to the Stiefel Sports Studio, this time at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village. This great tradition of raising funds for Cardinals Care is back again, and this year, we are in a new venue for many years at the Hyatt Regency at the Arch, this year at Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium. We're back in our familiar territory here at Cardinals Nation Restaurant in our studio overlooking left field at Bush Stadium. Joe, it's a beautiful sight. The sun's out. It's a nice morning, and it's time to get after it. Cardinal baseball's underway. It's deceiving because it feels like Cardinals baseball. We're talking Cardinals baseball, but when we walk out those doors, it doesn't quite feel like it does uh, in the middle of uh, June or July. But this is great, and we're talking to fans this morning. We've already had uh, a few players swing by. We're going to have plenty more players swing by today, and it's it's. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. We have big, big signings today here in St. Louis. Nolan Arenado is here. Paul Goldschmidt, Adam Wainwright, they are all signing. Those autograph tickets, I believe, have been sold out since probably day one. That's right. There are some tickets still available, though, for some other folks signing this weekend. And You can go to cardinals.com slash WWU to find out who those are. But it's Day one, I mean, I was not here, but I saw the pictures, saw the videos, listened to the interviews. All returns were great crowds here. Matt Pauley held down the fort yesterday. You and I will do so today. I'll be back tomorrow with Chris Ranji. Looking forward to getting up on stage there. And tonight at the Baseball Writers' Dinner, it's just a, a good feeling overall to have everybody back together. You weren't here, but you were on the caravans, and you were visiting some cities throughout the Midwest. How I, was that? I did go on the Cardinals caravan with Lars Newt Bar. And when you ride with Newt, uh, you, you attract a crowd. Everywhere we went, people wanted to meet uh, the outfielder, Lars Newtbar, the Newt chant was everywhere. We got 
uh, to Springfield yesterday. Well, gosh, uh, today's Sunday. That was Friday. Uh, we got to Springfield. We visited with the Springfield Cardinals uh, fans at Hammonds Field and spent a great deal of time there. We visited Mercy and Cox Hospitals and visited the kids in Springfield. And then that night uh, we went to uh, the Bass Pro High School Basketball Showcase. It's a tournament there. They have some of the best players in the country. And Christ the King was there. They have a player named Keon Anthony. And if you know the last name, you know his dad. That would be Carmelo Anthony, who was in the house. Uh, he sat courtside, and when we decent came, player, yeah, he's all right. Uh, when we came out on the floor, uh, he applauded for the Cardinals for uh, a large Newt Bar and Zach Thompson and Gordon Graceffo, Randy Flores and Alan Bennis, and it was just cool. You know, there we are in front of thousands of people getting applause from our Cardinals fans and from Mello. Then we went to Joplin, Fort Leonard Wood which was an incredible visit. I had never been. Uh, my dad trained there in 1957, so it was a very emotional and special awesome. time to be on those grounds at that base. And then last night we finished in Rollo, which is Cardinals country, always comes out. In you were just big, taking the weather pattern straight numbers. up 44, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was just an awesome trip. A lot of caravans are out right now, and thank you to all of you for supporting those caravans. I mean, it's, it's enormous, and the caravans are because – we have a vast and immense radio audience. Uh, we have the largest radio network in Major League Baseball, and these affiliates representing these markets uh, do an incredible job of gathering people and, and putting us on the map each and every year with all of these fans, and we never, ever take it for granted. So really, really cool. Well, here we have some very special guests for you. I know we have a lot of uh, veteran players, but a lot of young, exciting stars. The Cardinals represented all across the board here on the show, and we will carry it for you from now until 1247, and that's when I'll take over for SLU Women's Basketball from Chaffetz Arena. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, SLU basketball coach Travis Ford in his usual spot at 1030. He'll be talking to us about a nice win for the Billikens. They did it without Uri Collins. Uh, they won 81-74 over George Washington. Mizzou lost another road game in the SEC. They fell to Florida after going up 11-0 to start the game. Uh, they lost yesterday. We have a, a big day to talk uh, NFL playoffs. We won't spend a lot of time on that here, but what a crazy game last night with the Chargers blowing it a 27-point lead and losing to Jacksonville 31-30. You had a win for San Francisco over Seattle 41-23, and today Buffalo-Miami Giants, Vikings, I like the Giants in that game, by the way, on the road, and uh, Ravens, Bengals tonight. So a nice triple header. Just an awesome sports weekend overall. Blues lost yesterday 4-2 to the Lightning. They just can't seem to get it going, especially at home for whatever reason. So those are your sports headlines. As for baseball, what do you think about this club, Joe? I mean, before we take a break here and, and hear uh, a live interview, we're going to visit with Andre Palante. He will be in the running for the rotation if something were to happen. And I think that's the best thing you can say about the young man is he's ascended pretty quickly. But just overall, what do you think about the rotation, first of all? The rotation is something that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm of the belief, and I have held this belief all the way back from when you and I and Matt Pauley had the, the special around Thanksgiving is that I think you can never have enough arms uh, able to start and use in that rotation. I think the last couple of years have proved that uh, from the Cardinals uh, that, it, you know, they've gotten to the trade deadline each of the last two years, and it has taken a couple of pitchers in order to get them over the finish line. And I just, uh, I'd love to be at a spot where you're not getting to the trade deadline hoping to 
have to or needing to have to go find pitchers in order to get yourself uh, over the finish line as they have the last couple of years. So that's that's I, I just I don't think you can be you can have too many guys that are that are able to start. You can't have enough enough depth in that starting rotation, in my opinion. No doubt, bullpen looks pretty strong. I mean, they'll they'll match up based on how they feel. I don't know that you could say anything negative at this point about Ryan Helsley. I mean, the the finger issue that happened late in the season in the postseason and the Cardinals lost game one and then they fell in game two, but that also had to do with the fact that they couldn't hit. And I think that the bullpen's pretty strong starting this year. We'll see how it develops. Uh, the, The biggest thing for this team is can they hit? I think the answer to that is yes. Can they hit in the postseason will be a huge answer, but we are months and months away from that. And how do they get to that point? I really like the lineup as it sits right now. I don't think there are any problems with it, quite honestly. And especially if Jordan Walker becomes the player early on that they think he's going to be. It's too much to ask for the guy to just walk in and be Albert Pujols. But somebody is going to have to replace the production that Pujols had. At one point, he was their best hitter. And... You know, you had the MVP, Paul Goldschmidt, started to slide a little bit in August, September. Arenado's Arenado. I think he's going to have a monster year. I really do. Um, I I like the outfield, but I I put a lot here on Tyler O'Neill. I mean, get back to being a top 10 MVP vote getter and see if you can recapture some of that magic. If they can get a third bat outside of Goldie and Arenado, they are going to be in business. So who is that person? Is it O'Neill? I think it's too much to ask that it's Walker. Is it Contreras? Is it Wilson Contreras? I think Contreras will be good. Um, I think he is what he is. I think he's a good, you know, especially in the clutch, but he'll hit 20 to 25 bombs. He's going to drive in probably 75 or 80. He's going to hit around 260. He's going to catch 100-plus games. Here's what I like. I like the fact that the lineup, as you said, you're in a good spot right now. You don't have to. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com/slash Odyssey. 
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you're Jordan Walker, you don't have to think, you don't have to be worried that you have to be ready. You have to contribute because this lineup is good as it is. Quick break. Back with Andre Pallante after this on Sports on a Sunday Morning. Live from Ballpark Village and the Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. Deep left center field to the draft the wall. And it's another career home run number 300. King OX is Cardinals Radio. And welcome back from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you. Sports on a Sunday morning, live from Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village at the Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up with Joe Pott and with Cardinals pitcher Andre Pallante. Great to see you. I was on your bus briefly Friday morning before you guys took off. I was out off of my own caravan, and I thought, oh, Memphis. That's a good caravan. How'd that go? It was a real fun time. You know, got to see uh, a lot of people from Memphis that had seen me pitch actually the one week I was out there, and they had brought up the game I was out there for, and uh, just a real cool experience. Got to hang out with everyone out there. Yeah, you moved fast in 2022. What was just when you remember the entire year, how would you summarize it, the the entire uh, Cardinal season? I mean, historic is definitely the best word to explain what happened for the team there. Um, For me, it was like, uh, a blink it, you know it felt like I still feel like I just got called up and was just was in the office being told hey you're gonna make the team um, I just remember it and you know I still I just started watching all my games from the last year and it's like I still get the nerves my heart starts pounding on my when I watched my debut it was kind of like oh I remember the first time I was out there and then when I watched the playoff game how you know how that felt um, I don't know it just it still feels unreal that's funny that you say that you you know your heart was pounding because I remember hearing from Mike Maddox during the season and I think he gave you a, a tremendous compliment when he said that Andre Palante doesn't get phased that he is so even keel on the mound. How do you accomplish that when you're telling Tom and I that you're watching it back and your heart's beating a mile a minute? Well, you know, you just learn to control it. I've been pitching for twenty uh, twenty years now, um, and I've had plenty of times where I've been very nervous and stuff like that, and you kind of just get used to performing underneath that. You know, there's a good line that uh, one of our mental skills coordinators said is, you, know, you don't rise to the occasion, you sink to the level of your training. And that's why we train so hard is that way when you're in a, motion, in a moment like that, you just you do what your body does naturally. And when you train as hard as like a guy like Nolan Arenado, that's when you're the best, you know, because he trains so hard and he just sinks to that level and it's the best. So, When you get called up and then you're making appearances and suddenly you got into a role where they're like, Look, we need to get out of some trouble here. Get Palante in there. Let's get out of this. I mean, that's a that's a nice feeling to have that backing from your manager, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Uh, Ollie's been on my side for as long as, you know, he's been with me. I've been hearing stuff, you know, before that I didn't know that they were telling me. And I was, you know, having that – when someone else has confidence in you, that's when you get confidence because if someone else, like, at that stature is able to get, believe in you, it gives you everything you need. 
And you, then you're going to have a lot of these questions about the starting role. And, you know, we talked to John Mosellock about it on this show last week. Is that, hey, you know, I, I asked him, do you feel like you have enough depth for this rotation? Of course, he lists your name right away of, of people that are going to be at the ready and are going to want to have that opportunity. It's pretty nice, too. Yeah, I mean, we all came up in the minor league system, the starters. You know, uh, I know Genesis Cabrera came up. I came up. McGreevy came up. Connor Thomas came up that way. Um, and so we're all able to do that because that's how we're trained. And that makes it a lot, a very, you know, useful versatility for the team when you can pull up a guy and, hey, you can always throw in the bullpen, but you can also start because we've yeah. ta- you've been learning how to do that your entire career. And that's when you guys guys fill in and, you know, I'm preparing for whatever role they might need me in, and it's easier to go from a starter reliever. So that's how we'll be prepping. And, you know, hopefully all our guys stay healthy, and we have our very good staff, especially when they're healthy. So uh, hopefully that, that doesn't happen. But if it does, I'll be ready. Andre Pallante with us here on KMOX. And, Andre, uh, what has the uh, off season kind of been like as you prepare, as you said? Uh, easier to go from starter to reliever. So what's the throwing program kind of been for you since the season ended? Uh, so I just got in my long toss phase. I'm throwing uh, at a local football field, a little turf football field, just throwing across twice a week, three times a week. I'm doing long toss and just playing catch six days a week. Um, but a lot of lifting, you know, do a lot of uh, high repetition stuff to try and build, you know, that endurance while training. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of work every day, you know, trying to spend between an hour to two hours a day doing something baseball-related to get myself better. Andre Pallante can do it. He can get strikeouts. He can get a ground ball. Pitching to contact is a skill. How, how do you how do you get a ground ball? I mean, how, when 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 you need one and you know that you need one to get out of the inning. Uh, I mean, you know, you learn the hitter. You study the hitter. You study yourself. Um, I know my best place is to pitch the zone. I know the hitter's you know best place to get a ground ball. So when I'm able to execute my pitch in that specific spot, I'll get the ground ball. I'm always trying to get the ground ball as soon as the pitch that bat starts so i'm always going to that spot but it just takes time you know the first pitch might not get it second pitch might not get it but the third pitch could be the one so if you just keep attacking the spot that you know will work out for you once you execute it and get the hitter to swing at it won't work every time you know they'll still get hits um but uh you know that's going to lead to success it's a good group i'll tell you that and andre palate makes it that it really is uh i look forward to this team and, and the depth and the excitement of seeing what younger players do to develop. This guy's moved up the ladder pretty quickly, and it's great to have you on KMOX. Great to have you along with all these fans. Well, thank you. I had a blast, and uh, looking forward to meeting everyone and getting to enjoy just being part of Cardinals Nation. It's going to be fun. Michael McGreevy's coming up right now. That's Andre Pallante. Joe Pott with Michael McGreevy here at Cardinals Nation. This is winter warm-up with Michael McGreevy in three, two, one. Joe Pond back at Cardinals Nation Restaurant with Tom Ackerman, and it's at Cardinals Winter Warm-Up, and I'm joined by Cardinals pitcher Michael McGreevy. And uh, first winter warm-up for you? Yeah, first winter warm-up. Uh, nerves were definitely there, like, the first couple of days, but, you know, like, now that kind of getting into it, it's been a lot of fun. I imagine it's cool to get a chance to just kind of mingle with some of the fans and, and meet some of the folks that are in the stands on a nightly basis. Oh, yeah, it's been super fun. I mean, we were at Jefferson City, Columbia, and Hannibal, and just to see the turnout at all three cities was just amazing, and being able to meet these great fans was truly a blessing. How much did you know about Cardinal Nation and about the love for this team coming in from California? Uh, coming in from California, initially when I first got drafted, I didn't know much. You know, you always knew the Cardinals were a great franchise. Um, 
a group of Padres fans, so they always kind of kicked our butt um, when I was little. But when I first got drafted, my dad's like, you have no idea what this fan base is about. Like, it's truly historical. It's the best fans in baseball. And after just being here for three days, it's like, okay, yeah, like this, this is very true. How has that rung true with the development side? So in your time, and I know you've spent some time in Peoria, you've spent some time in Springfield. So as you've moved through the system, as you've gone through a couple of spring trainings, how has that part been for you? Oh, I mean, it's been super cool. I mean, I would just say that the support from fans as well. I mean, you always kind of, it's the long baseball season and you never want fans to kind of actively root against you, but the support, the turnout at all these different fields, home games, away games, even it was, it's been crazy, and to have the positive energy they give you, they're always rooting you on, like, hey, I hope you make it. Like, we can't wait to see you up in Bush someday. We'll come watch. It's truly special, and it really makes you, really makes you just play better. What about the coaching and the development side? How has that been from an organizational standpoint? It's been very good. Um, I liked it a lot because they like who I am, and they like the player I am. They drafted me for a reason, and they really haven't changed much. I mean, there's always things to work on. There's plenty of things I need to do better in order to get here to Bush Stadium. But they're kind of hands off. They let me develop organically. And I'm always trying to look for more things to improve upon. But they're always like, trust yourself, trust your game, and just be the player we know you can be. I imagine that makes a huge difference. Not worrying about you trying to fit into a mold rather than, as you said, they let you develop the pitcher that you are. Yeah, I mean, I've been blessed to say I've had great coaches in my life all the way from T-ball, when my dad, my dad was coaching me in Little League, high school coach, college coach, I mean, even these pro-level coaches, they're still letting me be me and just letting me still have fun with this game. So for fans that haven't been to Peoria, they haven't been to Springfield, they haven't seen Michael McGreevy, what kind of pitcher will they see? Uh, fast tempo, so the games, won't be, the games won't be three, four hours, that's for sure. Um, definitely on the attack, a lot of strikes, just going after hitters, um, and just a lot of... A lot of competitiveness on the mound as well. I mean, I'm always trying to get him out no matter which way I can. And if we end up with a W, that's, that's I did my job. A guy that works fast, I imagine that means the pitch clock has really not been a factor for you. No, it really hasn't. I mean, every now and then you kind of look at it. It's like, okay, there's five seconds left, but you don't feel rushed at all. And I honestly think it's a good for the game. Just kind of speed up. We don't need to be out there for four or five hours. I mean, that's a lot, especially with a 162-game season. That's in, that turns into a lot of time on the field. But... I mean, I like it a whole lot. Are big league guys asking you how that works and how it's going to be? No, I think they're I mean, they're the best players in the world, so I think they'll be fine with a, a little pitch clock and stuff like that. They'll, they'll adjust to that fine, but it was a little um, interesting to see implemented in the minor leagues. I mean, I think there was a little bit of um, ambiguity with like, the umpires and stuff, like whether they should call that like if it ran down to zero or they should just let it go. So I think it'll get cleaned up a little bit, but uh, I liked what I saw. Cardinals first-round draft pick Michael McGreevy with us here on KMOX. We're at the winter warm-up at Cardinals Nation Restaurant. What's next for you after winter warm-up? What's the schedule look like heading into spring? I mean, I'm going back home to sunny California. A little warmer here, but I love it here as well. Um, just, you know, keep, keep on with the throwing program, the weightlifting program, and then heading out to big league camp, and I'm really excited for spring training. And what have they told you about what to expect once you get to Jupiter? I mean, kind of hit the ground running. You know, they don't, from my last spring training, which was my first one last year, they're like, hey, like, it's not a, hey, get ready, like, we'll get you warmed up. I was like, no, you better come in ready to throw. And I really love that. Just, hey, right away, competition. It's not just, hey, a couple throwing sessions, we'll get you warmed up. It's just, hey, you're facing live hitters, you're facing our top hitters immediately. And I'm, there's like, you just be ready. I was going to finish, but you lead me into one more thing because Oliver Marmel has been, in my opinion, 
uh, so frank, so open, so transparent. And that's the way it seems like it's been with you. And that's the way it seems like you appreciate it and you like it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't want anybody hiding anything from me in yeah. terms of development. If I suck one day, I want them to tell me I suck and this is what I need to work on because I'm always trying to get better. I'm a, feeling a big student of the game. I want to improve upon my craft because this is my job and I want to be the best player I can be. Mike, thanks so much for the time this morning. Enjoy the rest of your time here at Winter Warm-Up, and good luck this spring. Thank you. Appreciate it. Michael McGreevy with us here on KMOX. We'll continue with more from Cardinals Winter Warm-Up. Welcome back, Cardinals Nation, inside Ballpark Village. Tom Ackerman with you. Joe Pott is alongside sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio as we continue to talk to Cardinals players, management, staff, Throughout this weekend, I would come on by and go to cardinals.com slash WWU to make sure that you have the schedule of autographs. There are a lot of them that have been sold out. Big, big names today. The big dogs are here. Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt and Adam Wainwright. They are all signing today, talking to the media, and they will be on KMOX today on this show. However, I'm going to scoot out of here and go call the SLU women's game here in a little bit as the women take on Dayton. Joining us right now is the head coach of the men's team, and he was victorious yesterday over George Washington. Our visit with Travis Ford is sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. Welcome, Coach Ford, and congratulations on a win in our nation's capital. Yeah, thanks, Tom. It was uh, a good win. We obviously went in the game a little underhanded. Yuri Collins uh, didn't play, so you know, we had to figure a few things out, but really, really proud of the total team effort. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought everybody contributed in their own way and played up to their strengths, but brought a little bit more. We started getting a more complete, you know, I thought offensively we had a couple of guys really, really score. Probably the first time this year where we got, you know, Javante had a big game. Javon had a big game. Gibson had a big game. So, you know, really, really proud of the team effort. Javante Perkins had 27 points on 11 of 17 shooting. You had 24 out of picket. As you mentioned, you didn't have Yuri out with an illness. So what is the plan there once you don't have your point guard, you don't have Fred Thatch, you got to distribute the basketball, and you got to operate on defense without Yuri too? Yeah, you know, we talked to the team a lot before the game and the morning of the game uh, about – you know, obviously Larry was take, took over as a point guard, but it's uh, we're going to have to have better ball movement than we've ever had. Guys are going to have to get touches on every possession because we're going to have that one guy that was just going to break everybody down and create for everybody else. So it was going to have to be, you know, on the offensive end, a total collective effort. And it's about passing the ball, sharing the ball, executing offense. You know, where you know when you have Yuri. You know, it's kind of the X factor. He can just break things down and make things happen. We had to rely upon running our offensive sets all the way through to try to get to the options. And I thought they just did an amazing job of it, an incredible job of it. Got guys in the right spots. Got Javante in the right spots. Javon in the right spots. Gibson was in the right spots to score out of our sets. And then defensively, you know, anytime you could start a half, and the team doesn't score until about the 11-minute mark in the second half. You've done something right defensively. We went on a 25-0 to run to start the second half, um, which was you know exciting to watch. You could feel it. We could really feel it over on the bench that, gosh, our defense is really locked in. We're executing offensively. 
guys were really, you know, pulling for each other. Uh, it was fun to watch. Coach Joe Pot, uh, that says a lot about uh, your guys, your personnel. When your leader goes down, is not available, uh, the other guys step up. That can go two ways, obviously. It can be uh, the rest of the guys panic because they don't have someone to turn to, or it can be we're all going to step up collectively. And I imagine that's gratifying for you and for your staff to see them execute the way they did. Uh, more than words could say, probably. Uh, for the fact that, you know, we all know how important Yuri is to our team. Uh, but to see our guys rally around each other, and it's something we've been looking for all year long, where guys get into the game emotionally together. You heard it on the bench. You saw it on the court. Guys were really just relying on each other. Uh, you know, and we've really been, you know, haven't seen that a whole lot this year, where guys were interacting. Um, you know, guys were putting guys in the right spots and giving them the ball at the right time together. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you have, a player of Yuri's caliber out of the game, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you, your back is against the wall a little bit and you don't have a choice sometimes. And I think guys realize that, Hey, we're down a, a really important player to our team. Uh, we can't just do this by ourselves. We're going to have to really rely on each other. That's what we've been looking for. That emotion together, that passion together. Uh, and, you know, you saw the outcome of a, uh, of a against the GW team, a George Washington team that had come in really, really playing well, um, had a young man that had scored was averaging about thirty points a game in league play, twenty three league score in our league. Um, Gibson Jimerson just did an amazing job on that young man, held him to four of twenty three from the field, um, and just did an amazing job defensively. That's outstanding. The Billikens now, look at this, 4-1 and one at the top of the Atlantic 10 along with VCU and Dayton. So SLU has gotten on a bit of a run here beating GW 81-74. I understand, and you're not able to play him yesterday, but you did get to see Jordan Goodwin. Uh, that's pretty great. Uh, you were able to reconnect with that young man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought more than once looking over there, I'd love to put him in. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we took the whole team to watch him play the night before. Um, and he was in the starting lineup, uh, which was really, really cool. Uh, the guys were just really excited about going to the game. We were hoping that Brad Beal would get to play. But after the game, we got to spend some time with Jordan and with Brad. Uh, you know, and it's uh, it was a great night the night before, and it was really special that he was able to come over to the game. And with all he's got going on right now, uh, for him to take the time out to come over and support Team Blue and support, uh, you know, uh, our basketball program is, was, meant a lot, really meant a lot. He's playing great. He, he's he solidified himself as an NBA player uh, for a long term right now. And that's that's not coming from him. That's not coming from That's coming from other people that matter. Uh, and uh, really, really happy for him and very proud of him. Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens, is with us on KMOX. The team has won three straight, St. Bonaventure, George Mason, George Washington. Now you go to Chicago for a game on January 18th against Loyola. They are new to the league. They are 6-11 and overall. They have dropped some games in league play. In fact, uh, they have dropped five. Uh, but what kind of a team are they, and what, what do you expect to see on Wednesday? Yeah, you know, I've already obviously started watching tape on those guys, and their record's a little, uh, a lot deceiving. Very talented, extremely talented offensively. 
Um, you know, obviously we all know Loyola's tradition over the last, you know, seven, eight years, just really high-level basketball program, really play well at home. Uh, but very talented offensively, have a, a lot of really good shooters, uh, really good big man who they run a lot, a lot of things through on the perimeter, who handles the ball a lot. Uh, they're going to switch a lot defensively, which can, you know, uh, cause some problems sometimes. Uh, but, you know, you could throw records out the door, especially when you got to go on their home court. Uh, we're going to have to go ready to play. It's a great place to play. I've always loved going there when they were in the Valley calling those games. Um, LaSalle on Saturday at 1.30. Make sure you get tickets for that. Pack the house for a game against LaSalle Saturday at 1.30 tip for Travis Ford's St. Louis Billikens. One other note I wanted to mention, Coach, and that is that tomorrow, MLK Day, because it is a holiday, we actually will not have uh, the coaches show tomorrow. I want to make sure that people are aware of that. Due to the holiday, uh, the coaches show tomorrow night, Monday night, uh, will not air on KMOX. So we'll give you a day off there. But I know that this uh, visit will suffice. Uh, certainly all the information that you always give us on sports on a Sunday morning, Coach. Well, I always enjoy it. Uh, appreciate you having me on. And, uh, yeah, we uh, we need to rally around each other at this point and try to go get a road win on Wednesday. Well, congratulations. You're rattling them off one after the other. That's what you had to do, and you have done it. We'll see how you look uh, coming up this Wednesday against Loyola. Congratulations on the win. I'm going to head over to Chaffetz and uh, see what the women can do against Dayton, Coach. Yeah, go get them a win. Let's get a win. Absolutely. Right. Thanks right, for having go. me on, Tom. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. There's Travis Ford, head coach of the Billikens, again sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, tell you what, he doesn't look like a rookie whatsoever. Uh, he is a veteran player suddenly and very quickly. And, by the way, Joe, a gold oh, glover. glover. We're going to hear from <laughs> Brendan Donovan. Where do you see Brendan before we take a break this year? Well, I think he's, uh, you know, I think as you come into spring, he's your second baseman. I mean, I think that that's the way uh, the lineup's going to shake out. Um, and, and you know, that's that's twofold, right? I think that, that, that you like knowing who that second baseman's going to be, but he is so versatile. I mean, this is a guy that played all, I think he played all four infield positions. He played the two co corner outfield positions. He can do so much for you in so many spots. But I think that that's where it makes the most sense, at least to start, is that he is your uh, he's your second baseman. Yeah, looking forward to talking to Donnie. Brendan Donovan is next live on Sports on a Sunday Morning, coming to you from Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village at the Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up. KMOX, live from Cardinals Nation Restaurant and the Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up. The 3-2 pitch with the runner going, a swing and a high fly ball. Deep left field. And it's a gunner for Arnado. King of OX is Cardinals Radio. And welcome back. Tom Ackerman, Joe Pott, sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Cardinals care winter warm-up is alive and well. Fans are making their way into Cardinals Nation Restaurant and getting their day going. It's a great day to be a Cardinals fan, especially when you have Adam Wainwright signing autographs. Nolan Arenado is here signing right now. Uh, he visited with the media just a little while ago. We also uh, have Paul Goldschmidt in the house today. Zach Thompson, I spent some time with him on the caravan. Dylan Carlson will be here today. Ali Marmel 
is in the house today, the Cardinals manager, and Lars Newtbar. You're going to get a chance to talk to them a little later this afternoon. I was with Newt uh, on the caravan to Springfield, Joplin, Fort Leonard Wood, and Rolla, and we had some time with him. The fans just absolutely love him. Uh, how do you see the outfield? I mean, Tyler O'Neill, it's left field for him as long as he stays healthy. I think center field's interesting. I think Newt can play it. I think Carlson can play it. Well, we know Carlson can play. And I, I think I told you, uh, you know, back in November, uh, it, it really seemed to me, I thought really at the trade deadline that um, Dylan Carlson was going to take off, was going to ascend after he was um, assured that it was kind of his spot. He was not included, obviously, in any trades. That was not, you know, the Cardinals' plans. I thought that that confidence boost was going to be um, what he needed. Um, unfortunately, it didn't pan out that way. Um, and now, so now I think it's a matter of, you know, if you're Dylan Carlson now is this off season, is that the chance to kind of rebound and, and use that and, and you come in knowing that uh, you know, maybe not your spot is not secure, but certainly you're in good standing here and you have the opportunity in front of you. You have the opportunity in front of you to be the Cardinals center fielder. Defensively, I don't think there's any question about uh, his ability in center field. And I think obviously it's the consistency at the plate that you want to see more of. And uh, that's where that opportunity lies for, for Dylan Carlson, in my opinion. Yeah, I think as long as Carlson is healthy, I, I think he has a chance to have a really nice bounce-back year. Uh, Alec Burleson interests me. I thought that you know it was an adjustment for him coming to the big leagues. He went cold after tearing it up in the minor leagues. Uh, but he'll have a shot at playing. He's basically a right fielder. But he's 24 years old. He's got a big, strong bat. Uh, I think that's an interesting addition uh, to the mix now as we start this year obviously jordan walker is the x factor here if walker comes out hot in spring training i don't know that they can close the door on him i think you got to bring him in but he'll get lots of opportunities i mean players are going to be participating in the wbc you got to get people at bats you'll see a lot of pitchers get opportunities i think jordan walker is going to get some ab's and then that that you know if if you're coming to towards the end of spring training and you have that decision to make that means things have gone really well in the spring right if you're if you have a decision to make where those play, where the playing time is going to come from that means that Dylan Carlson has had a good spring that means that Lars Newtbar has had a good spring that means that Jordan Walker has had a good spring and hopefully as you say Tyler O'Neill um, you know I don't know that, that he has to get back to, to top five MVP, but I think that there's somewhere in between 2022 and 2023, and he's another guy where, you know, he wasn't healthy. Can he be healthy and can he stay healthy? Uh, and if he can, you would expect that production to be closer to his 2021 season than it was his 2022 season. And Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, another name out there that doesn't get talked about, at least not yet, Moises Gomez, so he can play in the outfield. Yepes can play in the outfield. Mm-hmm. He, you, you can put him in left. Um, but Moises Gomez hit 39 home runs last year in the minors. In one year. Bashed he hit it. 39 <laughs> homers. I, I mean, as the old saying goes, the bat will play. 39 home runs. He drove in 94, uh, and his average was good. I mean, he hit 294. His OBP was 371. It's it's a 9.95 OPS. I mean, it plays. So we'll see. Uh, now here, I'm going to ask this question aloud. Brendan Donovan's going to join us here in just a moment. By the way, um, he's just finishing up a couple of things. But I'm going to ask this aloud. Do you think that Nolan Gorman could play left field? If I, I haven't asked this of Ollie or, or Mo, but you know, if Nolan Gorman could get second base that quickly, 
and actually I thought was pretty good. Could you park him out and left every once in a while and let him learn that position, or are we gambling a little too much there? I, I think he could do it. I absolutely think we could do it. I'm, to be honest, I think you've probably seen worse uh, in the outfield, and it doesn't have to be anything that's any with any regularity. It might become that if – if it turns out, remember, Matt Adams played the outfield for the Cardinals. He did. It was a bit of an adventure. I, lo- I love big city. Yeah. Chris Duncan won a World Series with the Cardinals playing the Darn outfield. Darn right he did. That's right. No, absolutely true. I, you know, I think the, the DH position will be fascinating to me. You got a chance for Gorman to see some ABs there. You're going to have Yepes see some ABs there. And Wilson Contreras is going to DH because Andrew Kisner is 100% capable of catching for this team. Wilson Contreras is your number one guy, but Kisner is going to get a lot of play back there, and that will open up the opportunity for Wilson to be the DH. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back with more sports on a Sunday morning coming to you from the Stiefel Sports Studio. We'll break here, wrap up the hour, and get you set for a big 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock hour sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Welcome back to the Cardinals winter warm-up here at Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium, but specifically we're inside Cardinals Nation Restaurant with Joe Pott. I'm Tom Ackerman, and this is Connor Thomas. He is on the 40-man roster, and it's great to have him on KMOX and the Cardinals Radio Network. How are you? Man, I'm doing all right. Can't complain. I bet. I mean, it's nice to be in this organization, isn't it, and be around all these people? Oh, man, it's a truly a one-of-a-kind experience. Um, I've, this is my first time doing anything like this. And uh, to have the opportunity that the Cardinals blessed me with, is it's, it's speaking no words. So it's, it's awesome. You just went on the Cardinals caravan. You went to uh, Mizzou. You went to Columbia and Jeff City and Hannibal. How was that with the voice of the Cardinals, John Rooney? Oh, well, uh, to hear John over the radio for a little bit, now that I follow the Cardinals baseball and I kind of meet him in person, it's, it's funny. I joked uh, and said like he was the voice of God. It sounded like he just has the perfect voice, and it was cool to kind of meet him. I, I was also on there with Rick Ankill and, uh, um, um, oh, man, I forgot his name now. But I know two, two guys, they were uh, hanging out with them, and uh, it was a fun time. That's awesome. Ankill's a great guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's a really good dude. Uh, really cool to meet him and, uh, and, and kind of hang out with the dudes again, and it was, it was good. It, was, it felt good. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's a great group getting out and seeing all the fans and spending a lot of time. Uh, you were drafted in 2019. Out of Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech's great baseball program, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, a lot of baseball history there, and um, I actually didn't go there for the baseball history. I kind of went there for the school, and uh, baseball kind of has worked out to this point. So, what made you want to be a ball player? Um, honestly, it was pretty much the only sport I was good at. Um, I was a small kid growing up, and so like any kind of contact sports were out of the question for me. Um, and baseball kind of came naturally, so it was just kind of the one thing I loved doing. My kind of escape. What is, and I'm going to get into the, the strategy of kind of what you're doing, but what's going well for you right now coming off the Arizona Fall League? I would just say a lot of people are talking about my new pitch, the, the cutter. Um, I would say, like, that's a, a big part of the reason why I had so much success. But I would say the biggest thing was just I'm doing strikes. Um, I, I'm kind of like a, a, a low velo lefty looking to just eat innings. And so if I, if I don't throw strikes, I get hit around the ballpark. And so combine that with the fact that I was back in the zone with the, with the fact that I have a cutter now, um, I think it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty useful. Was that Mike Maddox who encouraged you, and, and also Izzy, right, yeah, who encouraged yeah. you to, to throw the cut fastball? Yeah, Izzy and, uh, and Maddox. Maddox kind of put the bug in my ear out of spring training. Maybe, hey, work on this. And then uh, Izzy kind of helped me, like, refine it, along with our, my AAA pitching coach, Darren, Darren Roscoe. And, um, and Izzy kind of finalized my grip for it. 
And so it was kind of like a, a team mind, a team mentality on how kind of helped me to develop a cutter. And uh, thankfully it worked out. Especially facing right-handers, that's incredibly effective. Yeah, I needed something for those guys, man. I had nothing hard, consistent into those guys. And um, I, I'm glad I found the cutter. Something kind of just to keep my two-seam playing up as well as a slider. So it just kind of keeps them off balance. That has to be a mentality that you have to capture is being comfortable pitching to contact, knowing that you got some defenders behind you. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's probably one of the main reasons I'm in this organization, right? Uh, they trust their defense behind them, and, uh, and I like to play with a good defense behind me. Um, and so the fact that I keep the ball on the ground definitely appeals to the Cardinals, and uh, I look forward to continuing that next year. What is the Arizona Fall League like? I've always wanted to go down and cover it. I've watched it from afar. What is that? I mean, we're all wrapping up our season here and then back at it. Yeah. No, um, I would say there's two aspects of it. There's the baseball aspect, and then obviously there's the off-the-field stuff as well. Both aspects are truly one of a kind. Um, the off-the-field was, was bar none, a beautiful area, Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix, Glendale, that whole area is, is truly one of a kind. It's a, a true desert out there. Um, now, the baseball, like some of the best stadiums to play at and, and I've ever played on. Um, obviously, I haven't had the opportunity to play on Bush or any big league stadiums yet. But those spring training fields out there in Arizona, they are, are bar none, man. They're Joe Pod back with you here at Cardinals Nation Restaurant. That was Connor Thomas with Tom Ackerman just uh, a little bit ago. We're continuing here from Cardinals Care Winter Warm-Up here at Ballpark Village, all throughout Ballpark Village and throughout Bush Stadium. It's a great Sunday afternoon. We've got plenty more to come in the 11 o'clock hour, scheduled to meet with a couple of more players, several more players, as a matter of fact, including some all-stars that will come by here and visit with us. Sports on a Sunday morning continues here from Cardinals Nation. It's Cardinal Care Winter Warm-Up, and we're coming back for the 11 o'clock hour right after this on KMOX. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.